into Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene, and you're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Daniel, our producer today, the Gator QB, Shane Matthews in the house. Big game week coming up. We'll get all to it, and we'll do that after we take a break. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shree. The NFL will conclude its opening weekend as the New York Jets host the Buffalo Bills tonight. The game marks Aaron Rodgers' first regular season start for his new squad as he hopes to leave a great first impression. You can catch coverage right here at 7.30. Moving over to the Diamond, the Tampa Bay Rays defeated the Seattle Mariners 6-3 Sunday to take the series. Tampa Bay will be off today before hitting the road to face the Minnesota Twins tomorrow. In Gator sports, the volleyball team remains undefeated on the season and looks to make that eight straight wins when they travel to face in-state rival Florida State tomorrow night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shree. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Friends, there's a lot of charities out there that do really, really good work. And the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka is one of them. I've been telling you about them for a long time now. I really believe in what they're trying to do by helping at-risk boys who come from difficult home environments to help get their lives straightened out. And you have a lot to do with that because they accept your donations of unused or unwanted vehicles of any kind. It doesn't have to be a car. It can be a motorcycle. It can be an RV, but just about anything. And these kids take those vehicles. They fix them. They resell them. They learn real-life skills because of it. So if you have one of these types of vehicles, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Donations are tax deductible. It does help. It really does help a great cause. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Retiring this year or in the next few? Then you're facing new challenges and rules other generations didn't. That's why Mike Lester is hosting a live online event, The New Reality in Our Retirement. Thursday, September 14th at 10 a.m. Eastern. Reserve your spot for this no-charge online event with Mike at guardingyournestegg.com forward slash live. He'll also be taking your questions. So secure your spot now. Guardingyournestegg.com forward slash live. It's all online. Cutting through the noise of retirement gossip. This is why we make a good team. I'm like, I think I heard this one thing, and you're all, that's impossible, Kristen. That's not a fun fact. That's a false fact, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Check out the Guarding Your Nest Egg weekly video podcast on YouTube, or catch the audio version on your favorite podcast platform. Search and subscribe, then listen or watch. Link up easily at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talent Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Order license D056341. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
the only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542 That's 802-341-4542 At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center there's always excitement around football, family and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville or visit woodstoveflorida.com. Total Control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF Radio App. Looking for the best pizza in town? Head on over to Leonardo's Millhopper. The pizza and garlic knots are incredible. We'll have you coming back for more. Go see Kyle. Tell him Shane sent you. Welcome back to Sports Scene. We will open up the phone lines with the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, here. Big week, Shane. Um, Florida has owned this rivalry. Last time Tennessee won here was 2003. And in a year where Florida didn't finish above 500 last year, Anthony Richardson had the game of his life playing Tennessee, and they almost pulled off the upset. Yeah, this is a big week. I know that Coach Napier and the entire staff, if you heard his press conference, they've uh, really focused all summer long on rivalry games. And this it starts with Tennessee. This used to be the game uh, to see who represented in the East. So should be a lot of fun. I don't think Tennessee's anywhere near the team they were last year. Uh, but they still are very, very talented. But it should be a great night in the swamp. Uh, we'll start with Gator Man. What's up? What's going on? How you guys doing today? Good. All right, I'll give y'all the top ten reasons the Tennessee fans are feeling so confident. Number ten, they think Milton is the next Michael Vick. Number nine, they think Josh Heupel is the next Nick Saban. Number eight, they think Graham Mercer is average if he has to throw the ball. Number seven, the Tennessee fans think they have too many weapons. Number six, they think the Gators are just too young. Number five, they think Napier had just too much pressure on him Saturday. Number four, they think it's time for Tennessee to crack the cold in the swamp. Number three, that's the Tennessee roster is very elite. They say the Gators roster is very cheap. And number one, the ball said they laid low this weekend, but they will lay it all on the line Saturday in the swamp. You guys have a good day. Gator man, thank you. 
uh, Jonesy says, uh, have the Giants made a mistake by giving Daniel Jones that large contract? If Aaron Rodgers performs like Jones, would you feel, here we go again, Jets, and they've made a big mistake? If Aaron Rodgers has a game like Daniel Jones last night, I'll root for an XFL team. Root for the Guardians? Yeah, somebody, because... No, no, look, this ain't on Daniel Jones. I've never, in all my years of watching the National Football League, Steve, seen a team struggle blocking, regardless of what, if it was a run or a pass or what, that the Giants had last night. Now, you all, you know, you're going to give up sacks here, but literally, even in the shotgun, the ball hits his hands, and he is having to run for his life. Yeah, it was kind of odd. Mark says, what are your thoughts on the spacing of the wide receivers when they run their routes? Our our space? Well, it depends yeah. on the route. I mean, I, I have not had any problems with it so far. William, not much to say about our game against McNeese. We did what we should do. Nothing learned against such an unmatched opponent. Different topic, but intriguing question. I personally believe Milrow couldn't play quarterback at a necessary level expected at Bama. Nick clearly believed this as well, or he wouldn't have brought in the transfer. As a head coach, do you owe it to a kid who you believe is not good enough just because you put in the work, been there, and not to lose the locker room? My answer is no, but this feels exactly what Saban did on Saturday. Miller has all the tools, great athlete, strong arm, fast, but the dude can't read defenses and can't play the position. Well, I, 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 that's what I thought last year when he played a little bit. But, you know, sometimes coaches get enamored with the athleticism and – no, you're not going to be a high percentage type guy, but you're going to have those explosive splash plays. And he had some the other night, but um, I don't think he can play quarterback at the collegiate level. I, I, I guess it was, it's almost sacrilegious to question Nick Saban, <laughs> right, given his success, right. right? But I do think – Shane and I were just talking about this, in fact. For whatever the reason – I mean, look at the games yesterday and look at all the quarterbacks and receivers that played at Alabama. It was littered with those guys. Mm -hmm. They don't have the same talent there now. They don't. He's still a great coach, but for whatever, whether it's the kid who's not developing or they're not getting the tippy-top tier of kids like they used to, they're good, but they're not elite. I agree with that. 1229, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Peeps, it's Tennessee week. The Gator QB here to answer your questions. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is that it's just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. 
I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako and Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit FLHSMV.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high quality used vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Southeast Car Agency. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies partly cloudy early this afternoon. Humidity levels are back up. Highs in the lower 90s. The heat indices should make it feel like the lower 100s. In the afternoon, isolated showers and thunderstorms should pop up first along the I-75 corridor, and they'll progress eastward, becoming widespread closer to the St. Johns River and the first coast by the evening, then overnight areas of patchy fog. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Shane Matthews here inviting you to join me, Coach Spurrier, and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. this football season for Inside the Huddle, presented by Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Titan MRI, Silverback Concrete, and QC Kinetics. From quarterback controversies to coaches on the hot seat, we will have you covered. Shane heels, chinks, stinks, cars, glory, last forever. Inside the Huddle with me, Shane Matthews, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Talking the talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem, and Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up, start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. All right, welcome back to Sports Scene, and now we got some phone calls to take on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Got some emails, too. We will start with John. John, hello. Good afternoon, Steve and Shane. Uh, I, I want to say I, I really enjoy your podcast this morning. I've been listening to you all summer long, and I, I like the, the the way you uh, have your little uh, banter a little bit with JC. That's pretty awesome, and he he filled in pretty well when you when you have an internet problem this morning. So, but <laughs> yeah. over, 
well, he was doing a very good job. And he said, well, you still there, Shane? And then I could see your face on the uh, on the screen, but I think you were having a freeze frame there. So anyway, it was did a really good job. Uh, but anyway, I want I want to ask you. Uh, obviously, Florida. You know, you what you I was listening to what you were saying about what uh, the previous poem was giving us. You know, in the in the secondary, so we were able to have great success running the ball. Obviously, probably Tennessee's not going to do. It. They're probably going to maybe load our box and, and make Mertz throw the ball. You think that sounds uh, pretty good for Florida? Absolutely. Uh, I've been begging since uh, the second series against the Utah Utes to throw, throw, throw. I think this team has, uh, which they went with the starting receivers that I was hoping they would do, number one, three, and four, played a majority of the game. I think the quarterback really knows where to go with the football. I think he's extremely accurate. Uh, He's going to make some bad throws. He's going to throw some interceptions. But I think if we can – if Tennessee does what Utah did to us, I think we can have a field day throwing. I don't think Tennessee's defense is very good. Well, I mean, like, like going back to last year when he when uh, Richardson threw for a ton of yards. So I'm not just kind of I hope when the same recipe helps him. Hey, thanks for your comments, man, and I'll holler at you guys later. Thank you, John. Tony, hello. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, I got to tell you, McNeese State really didn't do the Gators any favors on Saturday. Um, they pretty much played the Gators in a manner in which nobody is going to play the Gators. <laughs> the rest of the season. Um, they were playing sometimes saying, well, a lot of times, especially the first couple of drives with three high safety. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> and like four guys in the box. So we were actually like blocking like six on four sometimes. Um, no one's going to do that. It's an, it's just an awful look that they gave us kind of like a wasted game. Hopefully guys felt good about themselves, just smashing people, but, um, really didn't do us any favors. Um, what do you think about that, Shane? Well, I said on the broadcast, you know, uh, I, I couldn't believe. It was almost like they were like, okay, how can we shorten the game and not give up any explosive quick strikes by the Gator offense, make them drive the length of the field, you know, 10 here, 8 there. Maybe they'll get a couple holding calls, and now they're first and 20, and we can stop them. Uh, yeah, nobody's going to play them, play us that way. You know, I had people on my podcast complaining that we didn't throw the ball down the field. You realistically, you couldn't. I mean, sometimes there was eight, nine guys into coverage. So, look, nobody's going. You're right. Nobody's going to play us like that. Uh, but we still got to. We got to go play and get ready for Tennessee. And they, Tony, they did what they needed to do. That they they could not compete with Florida, obviously. So their strategy was, okay, run it, penalty, fumble, something. They did, uh, they did what they had to do. I, I, I liked what they yeah. did from from their perspective. Yeah. We were able to hit um, Pearsall when they hit him deep uh, down the right sideline. We almost got Pearsall filled because that safety was just sitting right there waiting for him. And, like, thank God he didn't get injured on that play. Um, a couple other things real quick. First of all, it would be nice this weekend to get our first turnover. Having zero turnovers through two games is a little concerning. Um, I don't see him stripping at the ball too much, punching at it. Um, hopefully they can get that going and get a pick or two. Now, Mil- uh, Milton hasn't thrown an interception in, like, his last something like 200-something attempts. So it's kind of crazy. So um, we'll see how that goes. And lastly, the LED light, guys, I thought that was much ado about nothing. Either they need to add more of those blue and orange lights or they got to get a refund because I really <laughs> didn't notice much at all. 
It's like a little strip of a couple blue and orange lights up there somewhere and not much. So hopefully they could um, add to that. Uh, good idea, but uh, execution came up a little short on that, guys. All right, go Gators. That was a big topic on my show today, which I, I, I'll i be honest with you, I try to get the entire feel of stuff in the you know when I'm in the box. I I don't know what the LED lights. I, somebody needs to show me what they're supposed to look like because I don't really know what they're supposed to, what they look like. Well, is, is this the Alachua County Fair? We're I, at I now? think it is, Steve, because every other stadium does it. So we gotta yeah. But I don't. I'd have no idea what it's supposed to look like because it looked the same to me like as last year. Yeah, because Mark says, can you ask Shane what happened to the new orange and blue lights? They used them one time, never again. Maybe we need to call the facilities operation people. I guess Lee. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I got two quick things for you. Um, I, I live in Knoxville. Uh, the talk radio show, they're saying that Graham Merch is a statue, and they're probably going to be blitzing them all day. Good. What do you think, y'all think about that? I would, if I'm a quarterback, I want them to blitz me. That gives you chances yeah. to some big plays, boy. Big plays. Yes, sir. Hey, um, Tennessee's punter is, as, is ambidextrous. He... Um, you think you think the uh, punt return will have problem like like he he alternates his left get, he kicks really? his left and then was was right foot yeah each time so you think um, the punt return will have problems filling those punts well I'm if if, if you, I didn't know that that's awesome he can do that yeah. uh, I'm sure this week during practice uh, because I want to say when they shoot when you're practicing catching punts out of those jug machines you can spin it both as a right footer and a left footer. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I'm sure they're going to be practicing on that. Yeah, and, and one more thing, you think um, you, you think Jeff Sim, uh, Jeff Sims gift wrapped that victory to Colorado this weekend? <laughs> uh, you're just, asking, you're asking just, Shane the big one. Here. Just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Sims led his uh, the the nation in turnovers his career at Georgia Tech, and for some reason, Matt Rule took him as his quarterback. Uh, look, take nothing away from 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 Colorado. What Dion's done has been outstanding. But what makes that team go is his kid at quarterback. That dude is legit. Uh, he's got great pocket awareness, throws an extremely catchable ball. He's accurate, just has a great feel of playing quarterback. And uh, he's the reason Colorado's where they are right now, in my opinion. Chris is next. Hi, Chris. Steve, long time no talk. How you doing? What do you say, Chris? How are you, man? I'm good, man. All right, look, Steve. I, I've, I've given the Gators two weeks, right? I've watched what's going on from afar out here in Missouri. So i got to ask you and Shane, right? I've had great debates so far. One of my friends is a staunch supporter that someone like Dion would have been the hire for Florida, right? And I defend Billy Napier saying, look, right, not every coach is going to be like Dion and come out of the gate swinging with home runs. Well, i got to ask you guys, right? After watching Dion take over a program that went 1-11 last year, comes out of the gate, wins its first two games, and does it with, what, more than 45 transfer players, you know, does that cast some doubt on maybe what Florida's done in the fans' eyes or maybe the Bowl Gators' eyes? I don't think so at all. I, I don't either. And, and, I, and I know that's been a big topic here. You know, Florida mm-hmm. should have hired, hired Dion, and, you know. Well, look, he, I just, we were just talking about this. One of the things that Dion has going for him is his kid. His kid. That's the only. That, look, yeah. the 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 other kid, the number twelve kid, uh, can't think. Hunter. Of Hunter's a very good player. I, I think he's brought yeah. some good players. But if if Shadur Sanders is not playing quarterback, they're not winning these games. And here's the other thing: they've beaten two bad football teams. Let's be honest. Yeah. And it's it's a great story. 
But let's see how they do against the regular Pac-12. That's a great point, Shane. And, Shane, I want to ask you this, right? Obviously, now that Florida's coming into the SEC season, right, you've got Tennessee at home. A lot of people, of course, are wanting to put pressure on the Gators to win this game, but to get that first signature win of this season. Even though Tennessee may not be as good as they were last year, what do you think about this team coming into Florida? I mean, do you think the Florida crowd can have some great effect on that team coming here, even though they played a really good, uh, you know, some really good games last year and beat Bama? Yeah, absolutely. I think the Swamp uh, being a night game, I think the crowd can really help out here. Let's let's not forget, not that it matters, but they ain't won here in we have, they haven't twenty won years. Twenty years. So uh, look. I don't think Tennessee is the team that everybody thinks. That's just me personally. Mm -hmm. I think if we can slow down their run game, because that's what makes them go offensively, make Joe Milton throw the football. Cool. Well, listen, always appreciate you guys having time for me, and uh, you guys keep doing great work, all right? All right, Chris. Good talking to you, man. Thank you. That's Chris Pinson. used to be the weekend sports anchor here at TV20, and now he's out doing his thing in Missouri. Matt, Andrew, get right to you. 1243. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery ESPN. 981 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN. 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ainsley Davis. Monday Night Football is back tonight. The Buffalo Bills take on the New York Jets as quarterback Aaron Rodgers makes his Jets debut after 18 seasons with the Packers. Catch coverage of the game right here at 7.30. Also in the NFL, the Jaguars, the Buccaneers, and the Dolphins all took a win yesterday in their season openers. In Gator sports, Florida volleyball hits the road to take on the Florida State Seminoles tomorrow night in Tallahassee. The Gators are off to a hot start with a 7-0 record and hope to defeat their in-state rival tomorrow. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays travel to Minnesota to take on the Twins tonight. The Rays are coming off of a three-game win streak and hope to use this momentum in the series. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ainsley Davis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. I'm not purchasing a vehicle is a big deal, right? You, you want to purchase something you like, obviously. A lot of money is involved, and you want to pick something that's going to last you for a while. Well, the people at Southeast Car Agency know that. They know how big a purchase it is. Now, if you're looking for a new vehicle, they're not the place to go because over the past 40 plus years, since opening their doors, in fact. They have specialized in bringing you the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They try to give you the widest selection possible for different makes and models, different price points, so you can make the choice you want to make of the vehicle you want to purchase. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles that way as well. The Cousins family will treat you right. They've treated me right with all the vehicles I purchased there. You can go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue and check out these babies for yourself. Test drive them. Their sales staff always there to help. Remember, when you go see them in person, tell them, sports scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. I'm exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without that chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hi, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right into your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all that horrible pain. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, no downtime with QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hip, shoulder, or back, you need to call and get a free consultation 
information from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall, moving around pain-free, doing the things you love again like walking, hiking, and playing with grandkids. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Retiring this year or in the next few? Then you're facing new challenges and rules other generations didn't. That's why Mike Lester is hosting a live online event, The New Reality in Our Retirement, Thursday, September 14th at 10 a.m. Eastern. Reserve your spot for this no-charge online event with Mike at guardingyournestegg.com forward slash live. He'll also be taking your questions. So secure your spot now. Guardingyournestegg.com forward slash live. It's all online. Cutting through the noise of retirement gossip. This is why we make a good team. I'm like, I think I heard this one thing and you're all, that's impossible, Kristen. That's not a fun fact. That's a false fact. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Check out the Guarding Your Nest Egg weekly video podcast on YouTube or catch the audio version on your favorite podcast platform. Search and subscribe. Then listen or watch. Link up easily at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talent Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Order license D056341. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. (laughs) Martial arts, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for ages 5 and up. Okito is an open learning environment. Locations at 6900 Southwest Archer Road, 7420 West Newberry Road, and now open in Alachua. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before after school classes fill up. That's okitoamerica.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Silverback Concrete knows you only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standard, and that's why they're the number one choice. You stand on it, we stand by it. That's Silverback Concrete's got your back. Shane Lucas says, great broadcast with Sean. I had the radio broadcast broadcast on with you guys. Stream the game with the radio broadcast from my Facebook group with over 7,000 members. We enjoyed it. Do the same next week. Thank you. Appreciate you listening. Yep. Steven says, are there Bama fans wanting Saban to retire? They want him fired. Oh, yeah. Fire them all. Yeah. Yeah, that's – that's you get spoiled. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Guys, the best tweet I saw all weekend is a buddy of mine out of Birmingham. He tweeted that he wished that he had Spectrum. <laughs> wow. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, of course, they're just a meltdown. Uh, nothing. I, I tell you, it was, it, it's weird going from week one to week two. All of a sudden, a lot of these fans are feeling pretty confident. Look, I, guys, I know we're going to lose some games. Um, for me personally, I, I just want to limit the mistakes, which were just ridiculous, the special teams mistakes and all that. But I'm really encouraged, and I wanted to ask what you guys thought, just with all the young players. And, you know, I really like what I'm seeing. And I, I think what Billy is, you're starting to see kind of the fruits of his labor on the recruiting trail and the development. 
you got a lot of these young kids that are coming along. And then also, I really like Graham Mertz. And I know it's just way down the line, but that guy can come back next year. Mm-hmm. And if things, you know, go the right way, this team could be pretty pretty damn good next year. Talk to you guys later. All right, thank you. We were just talking about that off air, that next year's a pivotal year. No, not not to, If you if, – if Shaner's prediction comes true, and I'm close to what he was, you win seven or eight, that gives you a nice building block. Recruits can see the improvement. Recruits can see they're not afraid to play young players. So if you're good enough, you can come in and play. Yes, the schedule is tougher, but I'm sorry. Please don't t- – and, and Miami was very impressive the other day, mm-hmm. right? But don't tell me Florida can't beat UCF or couldn't beat Miami. They can. Right. But time will tell. Andrew, welcome. Yeah, I was wondering what you guys thought of the SEC teams that kind of were – kind of had trouble with some really cruddy teams. Is there anything to take of that, or is just kind of like we're playing these cruddy teams, we're not going to show much? Maybe the cruddy and teams are also, better. What, what what were the crummy – cruddy or crummy, whatever you yeah, said? Cruddy. What, what teams did they lose to that were crummy? Uh – well, no, like just the slow start. Tennessee had trouble with like the, nobody really blew out anybody. It was kind of just like a, you know, just like thirty to thirty. Oh, you're talking about like, last even, week. Yeah, Kentucky struggled with yeah, Eastern yeah, Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that happens. Um, you know, I don't know who Kentucky plays this week. You know, they could be looking ahead. You have you talked about it before the show, Steve. That a lot of people thought Tennessee played really sloppy because they're probably looking forward to the Florida game. All right, and then also I was wondering, uh, the media is already talking like the SEC is having trouble this year. I don't think I really don't think they're down. I think we just lost some games that were like, I don't think they're fair to compare. It's like South Carolina versus North Carolina. That's not really, I don't know, that's what they're going off of? <laughs> yes, that's what they should go off of. But if you're going to tell me the big bad SEC is so great because it beats up on the other conferences, it works the other way. The ACC gets yeah, no respect. You, the ACC has now beat Texas A&M, and North Carolina beat South Carolina. So if, the, if you're the ACC, and Florida State beat LSU. So if you're the ACC, yeah. you're, you're thinking, hmm, pretty good. It doesn't mean the yeah. league is better really think, overall. But you really think we're down? Well, define really down. down. It's one week, right? Yeah. That, but that, I saw even, like, Sorry, the Pac-12 is like eighteen and zero or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but once again, who you know who's who they played, but that it all I think evens out. You know, toward the end of the year, you start playing conference versus conference, and you know Florida has to play Florida State yet. So if Florida State wins that game, the ACC is going to say we beat four SEC teams. If the SEC is going to crow about it, they should crow about it too. All right. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate your call. Uh, Tim says Austin Peace quarterback went 29 of 39 for 260. I like Mertz and our skilled players to score on Tennessee. Questions can our D shut down the Tennessee run game for you, Shane? Gators are seven point underdogs in the swamp. Does bulletin board material or disrespect card play as big an issue in the locker room as it does for fans? Mm, I think it's more for fans, but it, I thought it was a three point spread. So somebody said on my show today. I, I thought it was six. Hmm. Now, but it, but whatever it is, I mean, yeah. I I don't know. Then especially today, it matters that much. That you know. And now look, can you say the other way around? Look, 
they're not going to come in here and win. They haven't won here in 20 years. You don't want to make it where you lose. Right, and as I mentioned earlier, I know Billy and the staff, they've really focused on rivalry games this year, this this all season. I think we'll be ready to play. Good question from Todd here. I thought Florida did a much better job taking what the defense gave, Florida able to run and utilize the short passes with the backs and underneath routes. That was McNeese. If UT decides to load the box to stop the run and make Mertz beat him by throwing, will we adjust better than the Utah game with a more talented defense? Can we? I don't know if the Tennessee's defense is more talented no, than Utah's, Utah's defense. No, Utah's defense is better than, yeah. than Tennessee. Can we utilize a more spread formation in the run game? Uh, I'm not worried about spreading it. I, I, the only thing I agree with that email is we need to be aggressive. If, if they're, I, Tennessee's not going to load the box. I, don't, I think they're going to play their normal defense, which sometimes they may have one extra guy in the box to do, do what they call. But we just, I think we're a very good throwing football team. I've said it all summer long, what I saw. My eyes ain't lied yet. And I think we can throw the football on Tennessee. That doesn't mean abandon the run. I just, you know, I, like I, I said on the air the other night, It'd be nice to be ahead of somebody. And we finally took our first lead on a team since South Carolina last year. Yeah. William says, do you think Miami will be unbeaten when they meet FSU? I don't even know when they meet them, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know who they have on their schedule. Yeah, I don't either. So can't answer that one. Um, But look, if you're Miami today, good for you. Yeah. Right? You know, the whole – I was high on that gum A&M again this year. I'm giving up, though. I I don't – um, they they have to make a move, I think. I mean, Steve, their roster is loaded with players. They should not be losing. And then I watched some highlights of that game. It's like the technique. I mean, what, they had dudes running wide open on just like go routes. That should not happen. No. Um, they weren't bad offensively. Right. But they were not good defensively. Correct. At all. Um all right, we got a whole other hour, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. CJ says, Gator Nation, please, with the running game, but unfortunately we don't play McNeese anymore. He only watched the first quarter. Did you see any improvement in the passing game and our special teams? And he says Alabama got outcoached. Well, the passing game, I think, so far this year has been really, really good. Even going to the loss at Utah, I thought it was very good. Did Alabama get outcoached? I didn't get to see the game, Steve. I was kind of watching it out the corner of my eye of the TV in the box. So I don't know if they got out coaching. I do, I do know this. Sarkeesian can dial up ball plays. Yep. And he's got a really good quarterback. Yes, he does. And, and, that, and they got dudes on the outside. Yes. And, and that was the difference in the game. Their, their quarterback was better than Alabama's quarterback. And to your point about Sarkeesian calling good plays, tennis, Texas has dudes. Mm-hmm. They recruit well. I mean, they – they had Alabama on the ropes last year yeah. with Bryce Young, and then Ewers went out. He got hurt early in the first half. Yeah, he got hurt yeah. early. Uh, Don, welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon. How y'all doing? Good, thank you. Hey, uh, Shane, Steve, do you think Gators uh, need to get some more receivers to going because it seems like you're going to the uh, first, uh, the guy uh, against Parcel, Parcel, and. Pearsall, yeah. Uh, the young guy. Wilson, Eugene Wilson. Like they're not getting anybody else involved. You think we need to get some more guys involved in the passing game? Nope. I don't. Thank you. Okay, here's why I don't, okay? I'm, I, first of all, every game's different. Thank you, Don. Every game is different. 
what teams give you, how what defense they're playing dictates in part what you do. I'm a believer of this. If you've got a couple of dudes that are your studs that you believe are the best players on the field, then get them the damn ball. I agree with that. Period. Okay? If they're your best players, get them the ball. I, I, because if you don't, if you don't, you're going to get criticized, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'll be stupid here. If Tyreek Hill, who's Miami's <laughs> best receiver, gets one ball thrown to him, you don't think somebody's going to be questioning that, mm-hmm. right? So, no, I don't think you have to do that. Uh, George, when I get you at, at the next hour here, uh, William says, how much longer will a fans be patient with Jimbo Fisher? You kind of mentioned that. Uh, and uh, I don't know who this is from, but during Saturday's game, saying where, where did our passing game go at that moment, the long pass to Pearson, a Pierce all he meant, where they're just trying to beef up their running game. No, it's what the defense it, gave Right, them. you just don't call plays just to call plays. Uh, I, I'm one who was begging for pass plays against Utah, and I told Sean on the broadcast, I said, we may not throw a pass tonight the way they're playing us. We'll run it every down. <laughs> Hour two coming up. Still plenty of time to talk to the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, and yours truly. Thank you for listening. We'll come back and take your calls in Hour 2, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all need somebody to lean on, somebody to trust and support us. At Radiant Credit Union, we believe in being that support for our members and our community. We're not just a credit union. We're here for our members in the North Central Florida area, and we want to help make your financial dreams a reality. When you open a free checking account with us, you can forget about monthly fees. You can even earn up to $300 just for joining. Visit RadiantCU.org community and let us support you on your financial journey. Federally insured by NCUA. Conditions apply. See website for details. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to make a plan and secure your home. Take inventory of your home's hurricane preparedness kit. Don't forget about your pets. Even if you evacuate, secure your home's windows and doors from the storm. Being prepared helps protect your family and home. This hurricane season, don't delay. Make a plan today. Know your zone. Know your home. Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management. The Florida Association of Broadcasters on this radio station. The head ball coach scores again. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager, is now available everywhere at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. 
smooth and refreshing with just enough of a crisp finish. Also available at most places you buy beer. If you don't see it, ask for it. A beer made by the Gators for the Gators. Make a great play and enjoy a cold one today. Steve Spurrier's Head Beer Coach 1966 American Lager. Please drink responsibly. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. The Gator QB, Shane Matthews, alongside, as he always is. Don't forget, tomorrow, back to our normal day for Inside the Huddle. Shane is back along with the ball coach. We'll have that for you at 11 a.m. tomorrow in the meantime, today, talk some Gator football, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. George, you're first up. How are you? I'm good, guys. Thanks for taking my call. It really is an honor to talk to the both of you. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, I got a, a, a couple of comments. But first, I, I had to mention, Shane, you mentioned something last week on one of the programs that literally made me laugh out loud. You mentioned we were talking uh, you know, about the mistakes, and we were at third and one and <clears throat> had a penalty. And you made the offhand comment kind of chuckling that when you were playing, that you kind of, yeah, dang, we made a m- mistake, but you know, we, now we need to pad our stats. And I just laughed out loud because I can't remember how many times when I was in the stands and we'd be frustrated that we made a mistake. But then I'd look at my kids and go, that's all right. We'll get, you know, add, add to the stats on that, you know, just sort of a sort of a tongue in cheek sort of comment. But you made me laugh when you uh, made that comment because I could flash back on that. Well, I don't know if it was um, to pad our stats. It's just like we didn't really worry about five yard penalties back in those days. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah, I don't mean to pad your stats. That sounds like a selfish comment. But you, you made it. It was like, oh, well, we'll make it up. You know, that's not a right. problem. You know, we'll make it back up. <laughs> um, anyway, a uh, couple of comments, though. I just – I don't care who we're playing. I know we played McNeese State. You guys have already pointed out some of the reasons we were so successful. But we w- we had seven possessions in a, and seven touchdowns. And I don't – I mean, that to me is such an improvement because it's like I know the opponent is who it was, but at least you know we're also playing mistake-free football because if you're doing that, you're avoiding critical mistakes. And I just thought that was a really awesome stat to be able to go seven possessions and seven straight touchdowns. Thoughts on that? I mean, I I agree. You know, sometimes it's hard, you know, people – you know, if you go 10 for 10 on air – and seven oh seven is right. pretty good, you know. So still got to block them up. No, no mental mistakes. No penalties, as you mentioned. Yeah, it was. I thought. I thought. I after what happened at Utah. I don't think the game could have gone any better. Now again, like you said, take right. me, take yeah. McNeese out of it. I'm just talking about the operational stuff. I thought exactly. they. I thought they handled it very well. What you saw, I'm, George, in my yep. opinion, is vintage Billy Napier here. In that, I agree with Shane, forget the opponent, right? He saw some things, and the staff saw some things. We got to get this fixed. We got to get this right. And there was a big emphasis on that in practice. Uh, Practice was a little uh, more uh, difficult Mm -hmm. uh, than, you know, practices are for teams that of that ilk that came in here. So I think the message got across. Well, and you saying that, Steve, gives me a, a sense of confidence that that's what we need right now is exactly what you just said. Somebody who's going to come in there, clean up the mistakes, seize the mistakes, 
and makes major improvements, you know, from one week to the next. Hey, my last comment, and I'll hang up and take it off the air because I know you got callers. Uh, the atmosphere this coming Saturday. You know, the thing that bothers me about NIL and all the stuff that's going on with recruiting is that commitments aren't commitments anymore until they sign on the dotted line. But I think the atmosphere that we will that we, that nobody else can show as well as as we are can, or at least not certainly not better than we can, is that atmosphere Saturday night. If we've got recruits in in the stands, which I'm sure we will, and that's what I'd like for you to comment on. If you know if if we have a good recruitment weekend, uh, can go a long way in uh, nailing down those commitments when it comes to be signing day. And I'll take your comments off the air, guys. And thanks again for taking my call, George. Thank you. I have no idea. Well, I would think the big-time recruits are going to be here. Because yeah. if you look around the nation, there's not a whole lot of great games, so to speak. Yeah. So I would think if you're being highly recruited within the southeast or wherever, they'll be at this game. I'm just going to say, I don't have any idea of who's coming. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I want to address that point. I think every fan base thinks their atmosphere is the best. And I get it, right? And, and certainly there are places where it's better than others. But if you are a really big-time recruit, you're going to Ohio State, you're going to USC, you're going to Georgia, you're, you're going to Alabama, you know, you're going to places that have you know, tradition. And, and, and the other thing is it's wonderful if you have a fan base and tradition, but these kids don't care about tradition. They, they want to win, and they want to win now, and they want to play. Those are the two things. Because look, how many – they, they just sent this stat out today. There's 11 players that played in this game from the 2021 team that are left that played Tennessee. The last 11. Time, last time Tennessee was here, two years ago. 11. And I wish they would have listed those 11 because I bet those 11 didn't have any outcome on the game. <laughs> I mean, that's stunning yeah. to me. Right, but that's why NIL transfer portal—that's graduate, all that. But you're going to see more and more of that. Alex, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, um, so during the week of the Tennessee game, I always listen to uh, the Eric Ains show in Knoxville just to kind of get you know how they're feeling up there. And uh, they said it's Gator Hater Week, so they're having Gator Hater parties and all that stuff. That's all right. But um, I wanted to talk to Shane or see what he thought about Joe Milton because, you know, Eric Ains, I like Eric Ains. I mean, he's pretty good. But he says that, you know, he's just not consistent right now. You could have good and bad. What do you think, Shane? Well, if you ever listen to me talk about Joe Milton the last two years, I don't think he's a very good quarterback. He's big, strong, and can throw it farther than anybody in America. Ain't got nothing to do with playing quarterback. Uh, I think we shut the run down, run game down is our goal, force him to throw the football. He's going to make some plays because he, he's he's an inconsistent player. He's he's going to make some great throws. He's going to one-hop some balls, overshoot some balls. He's going to have a couple of good runs. But uh, if we make him throw the ball a lot, I like our chances. Alex, I'll, I'll chime in here. Like... I'll chime in here real no, quick. I watched Tennessee in week one. And Milton threw a great deep ball. The guy just dropped in stride. So that's not on Milton. But there were plays from the first middle of the first quarter, middle of the second quarter, where they kind of stumbled and and he was just inaccurate. He just wasn't. And and that's what you get with him. So, but I'll, I'll give Hypel this. 
He had very good numbers the other day. He's got pedestrian numbers, but he's not throwing picks. Mm-hmm. And that's if you can avoid the turnover. He's dinked and dunked a lot. Yes. You know, I saw a stat, which would probably surprise a lot of people, that Graham Mertz has more yards per attempt than Joe Milton. Right. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. They described um, Joe Milton as, um, you know, when the receivers are ready to catch it, they drop it. When he throws a good pass, it's kind of like, it reminds me of Jeff Driscoll a little bit, where well, everybody's kind of off a little bit. Well, you know? he throws, he doesn't throw a catchable ball. Let's put it that way. You know, any of these guys that have really strong arms, most of the time they don't throw a catchable ball. And that, you can ask any receiver, you know, it, it, these guys that throw these heavy tight balls, uh, they're hard to catch. And I think he throws yeah. a heavy ball. Here's, here's the knock on Joe Milton. Let me give you his numbers. He's 42 of 63 for 429 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Zero. So Heupel has done yeah. a good job mm-hmm. of limiting his interceptions. Why? Because if you look at he's thrown 63 completions – Right for 429 yards, that's not a lot of yards per attempt. I'm anxious to right. see if that changes Saturday. Um, by the way, I think Webb looked really, really good. Webb, the running back, good. yes. Boy, I tell you yeah. what, he runs violent. Yep. <laughs> yes, he does. He does. And um, who's the corner? The 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 freshman cornerback, Jakeem Jackson, number um, two. Yeah, he looks great. Shaner likes he him. Yeah, I think he's the next one in line to be a great one out of Florida. Yeah, he looks really good. Well, thank you, guys. Yep. I appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate the call. Let, you know, a lot of times, Shane, when we talk about a rivalry like this, and it, it, you, you talk about your team, let's talk about Tennessee a little bit. Because I think Heupel is a very good coach. Mm-hmm. And I think what we've seen with Milton, because of those numbers, is short passes, safe passes. I wonder, though... I mean, they, they're going to rely on the running, and they have two really good running backs. Their offensive line is really good. So why risk it? Why throw it? But now you're playing. They have not played two good teams. So now you wonder what he will do if he does anything differently. Yeah, I mean, people sit here and want to worry about the Florida Gators. I mean, if you're a Tennessee fan, obviously you've played nobody this year at all. Uh, at least Florida played a pretty dang good Utah team. Is what, top ten now, I think? So – this will be a test for them. And let's not forget, Joe Milton, the last time – he was the starting quarterback the last time they played here and got benched. Yep. So, uh, he's gotten better, but I still – I want him to throw the football. Yep. But I do think Heupel's toolage helps him. Yeah. Josh is a good play caller. Yep. Uh, you know, anytime you're a former quarterback, you can, I think he understands what Milton can and cannot do. Exactly. And that – we've talked – Shane and I have talked about this a thousand times between us, but – you're not asking him to do something he can't do. And as a play caller, look, when you have an arm like that, you, your temptation is to, mm-hmm. right? But if it ain't accurate yeah. and you're going to throw to somebody else, right? Um, I am surprised today nobody has mentioned about Anthony Richardson's debut. Not I thought one he, he played pretty well for the most part. What I liked was the way Steichen used him offensively they didn't have him back there you know it was get the ball get it out get the ball get it out and that's he's not he's not being asked to do too much as a rookie quarterback but he is still injury prone yeah he he's gonna have to he's gonna have to either not run the football 
or get out of bounds or slide quickly because they're trained killers over there, Steve. Yeah, it's tough. They're grown men that are trying to hurt the quarterback. One thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ainsley Davis. The 2023 NFL season kicked off yesterday. The Buccaneers, the Jaguars, and the Dolphins all secured a victory. And tonight, Monday Night Football is back. The Buffalo Bills take on the New York Jets as quarterback Aaron Rodgers makes his Jets debut. Kickoff coverage starts right here at 7.30. In Gator Sports, Florida Volleyball travels to Tallahassee to take on FSU tomorrow night. The undefeated Gators hope to continue their hot start to the season with a win against the Knolls. Meanwhile, there's some high school volleyball games to catch tonight. P.K. Young takes on Keystone Heights, Chiefland plays Bell, Brantford takes on Union County, and Newberry will face Dixie County. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ainsley Davis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without that chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hi, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right into your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all that horrible pain. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, no downtime with QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hip, shoulder, or back, you need to call and get a free consultation from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall, moving around pain-free, doing the things you love again like walking, hiking, and playing with grandkids. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Wendy's new breakfast two-for-three-dollar biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Uh, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two-for-three-dollar biggie bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye, filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey folks, head on over to Leonardo's Pizza on of Mill Hopper on the corner of 23rd and 43rd Street, where they've been making Gainesville's best pizza since 1976. Go see Kyle. Tell him Shane sent you. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Daniel, our producer today, Tony says, had a good laugh when Shane finally got to say Bugsy Silvera's name last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I usually don't mention the opposing team too much unless it's a star player. Yeah. But I saw him on the roster, and I was like, okay, Sean hasn't said his name, and he made a tackle or something. Yeah. And he says, what's your favorite name so far in the Tennessee roster? Why you haven't gotten that far I haven't really yet. looked at it yet. Yeah. Uh, and then Kevin says, I know Burke was limited in practice last week, so that's probably why he didn't play much. We're wondering why Douglas doesn't play more and get more attempts. Well, uh, Caleb Douglas, Pearsall, and Trey Wilson were the three starting receivers, and I would say they played 90% of the snaps. Yeah, I thought Douglas played a lot, Kevin. Yeah. He just didn't get a lot of balls. Yeah, to him. yeah Burke, I th- Burke was not dressed out. Uh, Khalil, Khalil Jackson. Jackson was not dressed out. Yeah, you know it was good to see Andy Jean and, and Mizell. I know they 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 have high hopes for those two young kids. Let's get uh, Louise to join us. Louise, hello. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, um, what what's your opinion on our O line? Do we have a good O line, or is it are they still learning? Well, I think it's a work in progress. I mean, you got a lot of new faces there from last year's ball club, but we'll find out a lot about them today. Uh, Saturday night against the Vols. Right. right. A Gawk when healthy helps. Yeah, hopefully Kingsley will be back. I don't really know what's wrong with him. Yeah, him healthy makes that group a lot better. How do you think they played against uh, McNeese? They did what they had to do. I mean, McNeese got pushed around. Yeah, Uh, yeah, the line played well. All right, appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Adrian says the factor in last year's game – It'll not be one this year is the mobility in the pocket and ability to make plays that provided by Hooker. Milton can hurt you on a straight line run, on a read option, but if the Gators pressure him in the pocket, they'll have success. Their receivers have a case of the drops. He's in part due to the heavy ball Milton throws, like Shane said, but these receivers are nowhere near as talented as Hyatt and Tillman. I agree with that. The other thing, too, is knock on wood, they had dudes running wide open a couple times. 
Remember those? I mean, Steve, we could have, I could have thrown, you could have thrown them left-handed. Sometimes we had guys so wide open. I'll never forget. They ran a wheel route, and the guy there was nobody within thirty yards of him. I do agree with that, though. Yes. Um, but Kenan again, Hooker was a really good college quarterback. He was, and and underrated. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, because again, of his his past and you know where he was from, and I think it's one of the more intriguing storylines in this game. What Tennessee does with the quarterback? Do they? They've kind of patted them on the head first two games. No, just don't do anything stupid. Just you know, okay. Well, now do they say to him, "Hey, we need you. Go." Do they trust him? To throw the ball downfield, to read a defense, I, I'm anxious. To I don't see think what they, they do. do because if you go back and you look at Josh Heupel, even though when they when they were at UCF putting up all the, they want to run the football. You know, they spread you out so wide with those wide outs close to the sideline, just to open up the running lanes uh, in the middle of the football field. I, I think he wants to lean heavy on the run, and that's why I think the the biggest focus on us is to try to just slow the running game down. And I guess that's, you know, when you spread out like that, right, is it more difficult to stop the run game because you're so spread out? Well, I think it just depends. We'll see what Austin Armstrong is going to do defensively. I mean, I, a, a lot of people study these type of, you know, this is the old Art Bryles offense that they're running. And uh, there's not a whole lot of reading when it comes to the quarterback play. There's a lot of read routes. You know, do I take it deep? Do I make it a, like a 12-yard comeback? Do I make it a skinny post? So they're reading on the run depending on the leverage of the defensive back. So we need to pressure Milton. And like I said, I, I think he'll throw it to us if we, we get good pressure on him. Okay. Let's uh, get Greg on our Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Greg, hi. Hey, fellas. I appreciate your show. I love it. I genuinely look forward to this. This and uh, Mark Wise is in basketball season, Steve. So thank you and thank you, Shane. Um, my question is about the SEC West. Just kind of curious. It blew my mind to see A&M, LSU, and uh, Alabama lose. You know, the three that everybody picked to win the West all are looking at one. They're all one and one right now. So just your thoughts, both of your thoughts on, you know, who probably will have the, uh, you know, in, as of now, with the, with everything we know now, who, who has the inside, you know, uh, to get to the uh, SEC championship game in Atlanta, I mean, nobody would have ever guessed Alabama, LSU, and A&M would have one loss after the second week. I guarantee you nobody predicted that. So just your thoughts on who might win the West now, and I'll listen off air and go Gators. Thank you, Greg. Well, uh, that, that is a great question. Um, I still think it's going to be one of those three teams. LSU. You still – you're going to LSU. If Alabama makes a quarterback change, which I think they will gradually – I still don't know a whole lot about them, but I, I'm going to lean that way. They get LSU, I think, in Tuscaloosa, if I'm not mistaken. So I'll lean Alabama to still win the West. The only th- – and look, I'm not there. If – I don't know if, if Saban is loyal. For whatever Saban is, he's loyal to his players. Mm-hmm. They went out and got a transfer. Tyler Buckner. Who apparently couldn't win the job. They, not only do they bring Tyler Buckner from Notre Dame, but Tommy Reese is the OC from Notre Dame. Right. And so, so I don't like you said. Should he be their quarterback, or is Saban saying, "Hey, this guy, this is my recruit. He's paid we're going to give him every opportunity yes. to be the guy." I think that. And then they had, I want to say his name's Tyler Simpson, a highly reg- regarded guy that can really throw the football, redshirt freshman, I think. 
So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't know what they're going to do there. The flip of that is, and I, I mean when I, when I say this, I mean it as a compliment. Saban's vicious when it comes to making a player decision. He's, he's going to put the best player, who, regardless of who he – you know, the whole Tua, Jay bench. He's not afraid to do that. He will do that to win a football game. So something tells me the other two guys just weren't good enough to beat him out. And if that's the case, they're in trouble. Yes, but t- speaking of Alabama, all their goals are still right ahead of them. Yes, they are. You know, it's beat Auburn, win the SEC West, yep. win the SEC, get in a 14 playoff. They can still do it all if they run the table. Now, yep. they can't lose again. No, but I, but you just wonder, because, again, he, we've, he's shown he'll make a quarter. He made a quarterback change in a huge mm-hmm. game, right? So he's not afraid to do it, but maybe he's showing loyalty to giving him a chance. And, Shane, if you if – you, you know, I didn't watch the game either until later – he made some incredible throws, but then he makes <laughs> the, the throw. You're just going, how did he? Mm-hmm. And that's you can't do that against a team that's as good as Texas is. Correct. Uh, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Andy says, how beneficial are the iPads that quarterbacks use on the sidelines during games? Did you use them with the Guardians? When you played, did you look at photos of the defenses during games? I remember Peyton Manning used to look at aerial photos of the opposing defenses. Yeah, he's referring to pro football. You can't do that in college. Right. Uh, yeah, back when I played, they had these still shots. So they'd have a camera up in the press box or above the press box. And after every series, they'd either send them down on this string or they'd have a dude run them down and he'd staple them to like a three-ring binder and you look at them. Now they have the tablets. I, I never played when the tablets were in existence. But we did use those in the XFL, and it's outstanding. Is it? Oh, Steve, you can look at every play and see what's going on. Yeah. What is the – okay, Coach, let me ask you this then. What is the conversation like – okay, series is over, mm-hmm. right? And now you get whatever you get. Well, the great thing about it is because they have tablets on the sideline. Right. I was in the box, and, you know, it's one of those deals. Let's just use special teams, for example. Okay. You coach. How many times you get a punt blocked or a field goal blocked and the, the up back who's supposed to step down and punch out? Well, I did that, coach. And you argue with him. It's like, no, dude, go look at play 72, and it shows exactly what you just did. <laughs> you did not do your, your job. Or, you know, a receiver, you know, all receivers are always open, right? right. Come back. And, say, and I ran the right route. They can't cover me here. You know, I was, I was like, no, dude, they doubled. They had a, a safety over the top. No, they didn't. Well, you just – Pull up play 65, and look, this is exactly what they did. So it's it's great. And it's really good for linemen, too, you know. You can see different blitzes and stuff. I mean, it's cheating. We In high school, you can use them. It makes no sense. High school, you can use it on the sidelines and in the press box. Pro football, you can, but they don't allow it in college. That doesn't make any sense. But a lot of things in this world now, when Correct. it comes to athletics, don't make sense. 129, time check brought to you by Hey Shoulder. Half hour left. Call up the Gator QB, Florida Tennessee Week, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
When you buy a diamond at International Diamond Center, you can bring it back a year from now, trade it up to a bigger one, and get 110% of your original purchase price toward the new diamond. You pay me $10,000 for my diamond. When you come back and you want to trade it up, you're going to get that $10,000. Plus, we're going to give you a bonus of $1,000. IDC owner Keith LeClaire talking about IDC's industry-leading diamond trade-up policy. So you're getting 110% on what you paid for that diamond. Who else does this? I'm going to pay you more for that diamond than you paid me in the beginning. The 110% upgrade is just another thing that separates IDC from the rest. We stand behind what we sell. We know what we're selling, we believe in what we're selling, and we know the inherent value of that diamond. At IDC, your trust means everything. We want you to feel that you can buy with confidence. International Diamond Center. Highest quality, insane selection, guaranteed best value, full transparency, and the strongest consumer protection warranties in the industry. Our job is to keep you as a customer. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Are you busy with work, family, and after-school activities? Give your kitchen the night off and let Miapa do the cooking for you. With scrumptious comfort food and a variety of family meals for all sizes and palates, everyone is picking up dinner from Miapa. Stop by the Jonesville location or the Alachua and Gainesville Staples. Order ahead at www.miapalatincafe.com and pick up from any one of their three locations or drive through for your meal at the Jonesville and Gainesville locations. Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the best family meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And don't forget about their award-winning coffee that's always made with Cuban love and available from sunrise to late night. The NFL is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL game. Plus, all customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day in September. New customers, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the code PATRICK, and take home $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code PATRICK, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 888- 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies partly cloudy early this afternoon. Humidity levels are back up. Highs in the lower 90s. The heat indices should make it feel like the lower 100s. In the afternoon, isolated showers and thunderstorms should pop up first along the I-75 corridor, and they'll progress eastward, becoming widespread closer to the St. John's River and the first coast by the evening, then overnight areas of patchy fog. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the Swamp. Snap back, looking left, throws, intercepted the the stop. Florida begins SEC play against the Tennessee Volunteers. 15, 10, to the house, touchdown, Gators! Can 
Kickoff is set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central, with pregame starting at 4 Eastern, 3 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. At Titan MRI, no insurance, no problem. And Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up, start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Larry's got a question. Why can't college quarterbacks use earbuds to receive plays from the coaching staff? Uh, Here's my only – I mean, they need to do it. You waste so much time during the year learning signals and stuff. But I think it's because, sure, Florida, LSU, Florida, everybody can afford it. Can the ball states of the world – I mean – they can't be that damn expensive, right? <laughs> I, I, you wouldn't think. I mean, think about it. You only have your quarterbacks that wear it. Yeah. So just put it in three helmets. It can't be that, that dang expensive. Tommy says, what you see from the Gator backup quarterbacks? I mean, I, th- I said this on the air, that if, if something happens to Graham in the middle of a real game, I think uh, Micah Leon – Leon will go in. Even though he wasn't the first to go in the other yes. night. Okay. I think they, they trust him in the passing game and stuff. Max is very athletic, but can get erratic and crazy at times. But I thought both of them handled themselves well the other night. Okay. Uh, back to the phones. Porter, hello. Hey, uh, uh, Steve, Shane. That was actually a fairly good segue. I had a uh, theory. I may not be right, but uh, uh, I fits right in with the, the earpieces. I think, in, in, in it's a, again, it's a matter of fairness as far as the – the overhead views and that kind of thing. Um, in high school, whatever you have, it's got to be provided to both teams. I'm almost positive. And of course, in the pros, you know, hey, if you want it, cover it yourself. It's expensive enough. So I think that's the. the I think that falls in the same kind of category because um, you, you uh, as, far, as far as fairness. So but, I do. I do know this. In high school, they don't. They don't allow it at all in football. In baseball, starting this year, the FHSA is allowing the coach to catcher communication if your school wants to buy the apparatus. Gotcha. I, I was talking specifically about the, uh, the overhead views and the, the pictures and oh. that kind of thing in high no, school. Well, in high I school, no. So, so you like when I was helping at Buholtz or Gainesville High, we had the huddle system. If mm-hmm. we had it and our opponent didn't, we still got to use it. It's up to you. If you want to purchase it, Oh, okay. Yeah, I no. thought whatever they, they no. had at the state, it went by the stadium. Okay, no, this well, is, this is no, booster clubs or the programs buy those. Okay, well, totally good, good to hear that. Um, I wanted to get your opinion, uh, and I'll take it off the air, but as far as the rule changes, I, I they're, they're going backwards because I thought that the one rule the NFL needed to have was stopping the clock in the last five minutes at least to move the chains, and now college is taking it out. And I think I would like to see college bring two chains in college. You're not down until you're touched. And add the two-minute warning. I thought those would be unnatural, but with college taking it out, you know, I, that, 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 that takes away such an excitement. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. I would like, if, there, if the goal was to make it shorter, then maybe 
start the clock again after an incomplete pass for the first three quarters or whatever. But as long as you can stop the clock to move the chains in the last five minutes of for somebody set for the fourth quarter, whatever. Just to, to bring in the possible excitement okay. and not short, not lengthen. I'll All take right. your opinion off here. Thank, Thank you, Porter. I, I would say go back to the old college rules. If you want to shorten the game, shorten the damn commercials. <laughs> I mean, it's true. And hello. Uh, yes, I, I think I saw five different law firms with commercials during that game, at least five. So uh, they, they, the, the law industry is heavily involved in Gator slash ESPN <laughs> athletics, that's for sure. Um, how did you, over two games now, how, how would you evaluate Mertz? I mean, they haven't asked him to do too much. What do you think he's capable of that he might not have shown yet? And uh, uh, what do you like or and not like so much about him as our quarterback? Well, if you heard me in the summertime, I was very high on him from what I saw in practice. I, I, This is my opinion. People can agree or disagree. I feel like he's a guy that Steve Spurrier would have recruited. He looks like a guy that would have played in one of his offenses. Smart, knows where to go with the ball, very accurate. I think he's played really well to this point. I think, I think they can ask him to do more personally. I would, I, would, I would turn it over and say, go win games. Let's throw the football. Not abandon a run, but let him go throw the football a lot. Yeah, because one thing in, in talking about Spurrier quarterbacks is he throws an extremely catchable ball. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's usually right where it's supposed to be. And uh, You can't ask for much more than that. Uh, I wonder how much uh, leeway they've given him as far as checks at the line and stuff. Is it, is do, that's already in place? Yeah, they do that a lot. Uh, he's changed the play quite a bit. Uh, we'll see what they do getting into conference play. Uh, but I think, they, you know, I think he's everything that they thought he would be, maybe even a little more. Well, that's a good, good to know and good to hear. Uh, do you think Tennessee will try to imitate Utah on defense, or do they have the personnel to do that? I don't, think they're, the I don't think they're anywhere near Utah's defense. I hope they stack the box. Because, like I said, let the kid throw to our wideouts. I think we got really good wideouts now that can make plays. And let's get ahead of somebody. I'll tell you what I think Tennessee is going to try to do. I don't know that they're good or great in any defensive area. But I think they'll blitz. I think they'll try to do some different things to confuse Mertz. Uh, because I don't know that, and again, I think we saw it last year, it's different year to year, but I don't know if the Tennessee's good enough defensively to sit back and say, okay, you know, we're just going to beat you. I agree I, with that. I don't know that they're that good. Yeah. And, so, and blitzing, especially run blitzes, if you want to call them that, uh, are pretty much feast or famine. Either you get a tackle for a loss or you give a, a chunk play. Uh, so I guess <clears throat> it may depend on how the game's going, how much gambling they do. Ed, we'll find out. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, Ed. John says, watching the Jazz game, notice Richardson late in the third, early in the fourth, lost his confidence and started missing receivers. How do we know that, John? <laughs> so I guess if you hit your receivers, you have confidence, and if you don't, you lost. But I get the point. I believe that's one of his worst attributes is when he's confident he throws with accuracy, but he's sketchy when he appears to lose. Okay, you said appears. That's okay. To lose his confidence. As a quarterback coach, what are some tricks of the trade to try to instill confidence in the quarterback while on the sidelines? He coached baseball for years, could give a slumping hitter a small tip, and suddenly he gets back in his groove. Well, if you've listened to me for years, accuracy is something that I believe you're blessed with 
or you're not. It's like, you know, Steve, you're blessed with a great arm that can throw hard or you can't. Uh, I think accuracy is one of those things. And, I mean, the only way you can help a guy is just call plays that he's comfortable with. That's – thank you. That's – I, I kind of mentioned this, John. I thought Steichen early in the game did a nice job with Richardson calling things he could, he could run, calling things to his skill set. He's not, he's not going to sit there in the pocket and, you know, survey. That's just not who he is. And let's be real here. Let's take his name away. First time, first time as a starter mm-hmm. in the NFL with limited college experience. And I give the Colts some kudos because this is either going to really work out for them or it's going to crush them. Yeah, I, I thought he played pretty well for the most part. He's going to throw a bunch of interceptions, let's be honest. I think the biggest part for him, I think I, I, I would love for like, you know, the, the Steve Russell in Indy, if he's, you know, I'm sure uh, Anthony has a, he probably goes on somebody's show there. But I would love to hear his honest answer. These dudes are a lot faster than they are in college football because, you know, he'd pull some of those zone reads. He only got like two yards. Yeah. Because they close in a hurry. They do. And that is a great point, Shane, because I don't think people really realize that when you get, I mean, there's some really good college teams yeah. and some really good college players. You get up there. It's the best players. It's the best players in the world. Exactly. There's dudes all over the place. And it doesn't matter if they came from Mississippi Valley. Right. I mean, they they closed on him a couple of times the other day. I was like, wow. You know, because if he had pulled that in the swamp, it's a minimum 15-yard game. Yep. Uh, Let's see. Drew says, love the rule changes in baseball because it sped up the game, but you didn't lose any baseball. He's allowed to get 27 outs. The dang game this weekend was still over three hours. Time spent in the stadium wasn't shorter. We just got less actual football. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, it's maybe there's a way to tweak that. I, I don't know. Art says charge more for the commercials and make them shorter. Uh, he says, how do you like your Jets chances tonight? If so, why? Um, I've been, I've been. Um, are you, are you going to have a jersey on tonight while you're sitting on the couch? No. Like. Joe Willie name his jersey? Even, I don't even do that. <laughs> Although it was good to see Joe Willie picking the games yeah. the other day. Um, I do have a jersey, though. I do. Um, Mark Gastineau? No, I have, I have 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. But when you follow a team for as long as I have and they're bad three quarters of the time, it's you better show me, mm-hmm. right? I mean, are the, should the Jets be better? Yes. The Mets should have been better, right? Given the talent they had, look what happened to them. So you just don't ever know. Does it fit? Does this guy get hurt? You don't know. Um, the Jets are an underdog tonight. They're two and a half point dogs, and until they show me that they're better, I mean, defensively they're really. And Sauce Gardner, let me just say oh, this: He's good. Shane, I missed on him. I mean, good player. In college, and, and we didn't get to see him because he played at Cincinnati. No disrespect to them, but we, was it on national television? The dude's really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's Darrell Rivas good. Mm-hmm. And if that defense is what it's supposed to be, the Jets won't have to be great offensively. Just so, all that said, I think they lose tonight. But I hope I'm wrong. Two really good teams tonight. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment with the Gator QB, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF.
Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ainsley Davis. Monday Night Football is back tonight with the Buffalo Bills taking on the New York Jets. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers makes his Jets debut after his 18 seasons with the Packers. Catch coverage right here at 7.30. Also in the NFL, the Buccaneers, the Jags, and the Dolphins all secured a road victory yesterday. And on the diamond, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Minnesota Twins tonight. The Rays hope to use momentum from their three straight wins to win on the road. In Gator sports, Florida Volleyball travels to Tallahassee to take on FSU tomorrow night. The undefeated Gators hope to continue their streak with a win against the Knolls. Meanwhile, there's some high school games to catch tonight. In volleyball, P.K. Young takes on Keystone Heights, Chiefland plays Bell, Branford takes on Union County, and Newberry will face Dixie County. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ainsley Davis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, North Florida, it's Jared, your trusted off-road and marine service director at Polaris of Gainesville. I'm back to remind you that the great outdoors is calling your name. From bounty holes to fishing holes, leave it to the pros at Polaris of Gainesville to keep your ride or vessel up and running. Being a team built up of outdoors enthusiasts, we value and understand your time out on the water for battling the trails is important. So come on down to Polaris of Gainesville and experience our state-of-the-art parts and service facility, where our certified staff and technicians are here to help prevent those bad days from happening. From backcountry rides to salty tides, we service all makes and models such as Polaris Off-Road, Slingshot, Gem, Tracker Marine, Key West, Carolina Skiff, Yamaha Outboards and Watercraft, Mercury Marine, Suzuki Marine, and more. Have a damaged utility vehicle or a boat and need help with those big corporate insurance monsters? Let us do the estimate to help you recover. No problem is too big or small for Polaris of Gainesville. We are your North Florida premier off-road and marine service center. Give us a call today to set up an appointment at 386 418 Retiring this year or in the next few? Then you're facing new challenges and rules other generations didn't. That's why Mike Lester is hosting a live online event, The New Reality in Our Retirement, Thursday, September 14th at 10 a.m. Eastern. Reserve your spot for this no-charge online event with Mike at guardingyournestegg.com forward slash live. He'll also be taking your questions. So secure your spot now. GuardingYourNestEgg.com forward slash live. It's all online. Cutting through the noise of retirement gossip. This is why we make a good team. I'm like, I think I've heard this one thing and you're all, that's impossible, Kristen. That's not a fun fact. That's a false fact. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Check out the Guarding Your Nest Egg weekly video podcast on YouTube or catch the audio version on your favorite podcast platform. Search and subscribe. Then listen or watch. Link up easily at GuardingYourNestEgg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Order license D056341. Oh, how great it would feel to have your 20-year-old knees, shoulders, hips, and back. You know, you don't think about your pains when you're in your 20s or 30s, but you wish you could get that body back when you're in your 60s. I think QC did that for me. For Patrick, it started with a simple phone call to QC Kinetics. One day I was driving and I just heard the radio and I pulled over and took the number and I called him when I got home. Maybe that's you and you're listening right now. Why wait? QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments uses your body's own natural biologics to heal and restore damaged tissue without invasive surgery or harmful drugs. And as for the results... My knees are as good as they were when I was in my 20s. I'm really happy with what happened. For Patrick, it's like QC Kinetics turned back the clock. Now it's your turn. 
Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. Silverback Concrete knows you only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standard, and that's why they're the number one choice. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Okay, our last 10 minutes. Let's get some phone calls. Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Jay, hello. Hey, Steve and Shane, how's it going? Good, Jay. Hey, so I have a question. I have a question more of for Shane, and maybe see if you can help out a little bit here. So, I'm look. I'm to be honest with you. I have friends that are, oh, you know, Big Ten Wisconsin fans and everything. And when I told them when Graham Merch was coming over, they laughed. They're like, "Oh, you can have them. You can have them. Ha ha ha." But I mean, from what I've seen so far, I mean, the open guy he's hitting. Um, he's he's doing he's doing everything that I don't think that Billy has opened up the offense all the way yet. But from what I've seen, man, he's doing a great job. He's not forcing anything in there. But my question is. So, for example, I'm looking at I'm looking at his his Wisconsin staff because people are just making me seem like I'm so crazy. And he had a, he had, like, I think his last year, 2022, he had 10 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Why do you think this is such a big? Why do you think it's such a big jump? Or why is he doing so well over here than what he was doing at Wisconsin? Because even when he came in, Billy was so high on this guy, and just looking at his stats, I don't see why he would even went for a guy like that in the portal. So. What do you think that went into that thinking process of getting Graham Mertz? Well, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I, I've been high on Graham ever since I saw him in practice all summer. Uh, look, let's be honest. There's only one quarterback anybody can name that's come out of Wisconsin, and he was there one year as a six-year transfer, and that's Russell Wilson. So my question to Graham would be, why the hell did you decide to go to Wisconsin? That's your fault. Um, <laughs> you know, Uh but he's, his, his football IQ is off the chart. I sat in some meetings with him, and I was blown away. I think he's very accurate. I know Billy really likes coaching him. And I'm with you. I don't think they've opened it up. I don't, I don't want to say they don't trust him because I, I think they do. They've allowed him to change plays to the line of scrimmage. But I think for us to be the team that I think we can be, especially offensively, I think we need to let him come out firing because I think we got the playmakers on the outside that can get it done. I'll say this. Oh, yeah. uh, let me just uh, real quick. He was very highly recruited. Yeah, he was. He was it, it came down between Wisconsin and Alabama. I so think. I mean, it isn't like he was a ham and egger, right? Yeah. He he was highly recruited. I think he went to a system that maybe didn't adapt to what he was talented in doing. And I want to ask this: I'm sure there's some guys in the NFL, but can you name me a Wisconsin wide receiver? That that is yeah. that that is true. And if you think true. about the way they play football, they're probably asking him to drop back on third, you know, third and nines and third and tens and trying to complete balls, and he may have forced some. I don't know. I just know watching Wisconsin will put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that 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 helps out. And I what I'm going to say this and go off air. I really hope that we open up our offense against Tennessee because we're doing those same little 
three level plays on the same side of the field, that's not going to work. Go Gators. Okay. Thank you, Jay. Uh, Renard, hello. Hey, Steve. Al Toon was from Wisconsin, but that was yeah, Al Toon, that, that was the Jets years in the ago. 70s. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve, uh, I think Billy stated after the Utah game, he said he, it was, he was surprised by the team performance, and I really believe him because I thought on the sideline Saturday night he was a little bit more animated than usual. I think he's trying to convey to the team a sense of urgency and that the Utah performance was unacceptable. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I think we saw in practice that they, they ratcheted up practice. The point got across. We can't make these mistakes. We, we can't do things to their self-inflicted. That, and I think the message got across. I think you saw that. They were crisper. Now, look, Shane, you mentioned this last week. If the old cliche is you make your best improvement from week one to week two, I don't know if that's true. But they, I, I, as, as a fan of a team, I don't care what it is, Bernard, if I see improvement with my eyes over something, they, that's coaching, that's players doing what they're asked to do, that's a good sign. You know, I think, you know, Billy's not going to come out and say, I'm embarrassed at what things we did because he's going to protect everybody in the organization. I think he was embarrassed. I do too. And I, I think that he addressed that in his way during practice and in the game. And yep. I don't think you'll see those penalties ever happen again. So I think I, you got to give these guys kudos how they play, regardless of the, the competition. People want to – you know, you take it one game at a time, and that's all you can do. We'll worry about game number eight when we get there. But was the improvement in what we saw we like, and hopefully it'll continue on Saturday night. Steve, you guys have a great day. Okay. Talk to you later. Yep, thank you. Uh, Andrew says, is it hard to announce for Snooze Fest games? I watch 2% of the game with the other good games on Am I a bad fan? No. You, you have, Shane has a job to do. Yeah. Whether it's 50 to nothing or 10 nothing, he's got to call the game, what formation they were in. You're just describing the play. Yeah, we have to do it. We, I mean, we, we kind of get off a tangent sometimes. You know, uh, last year, I think it was A&M, uh, a number came up, and I just said, that's a terrible number. And then I got a million texts during the broadcast about this player wore that number. And it came up the other night because it was number 43. I think one of our special teams guys that wears number whatever had to slip on 43. And I go, man, 43 is a bad number. And, of course, Dennis Eckersley, Troy Palomala. I mean, I'm getting all these texts. At least people are listening to us on the air. That's right. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing you can have is have nobody listen to you. Exactly. Right? So, Yeah. Uh, all right, we got about three or four minutes left. Three nine two eight two five five. I wanted to uh, have this time to now look forward. I mean, obviously, people are not calling with the venom after week one because things got better in week two against an opponent that Florida should have beaten handily, and they did. Let me ask this, Shane: as a player, does it register to you? Uh, that a team hasn't won here since 2003. Does that register with the opponent? I don't think so uh, because these kids are so young. They don't really understand all that. You know, I always talk to uh, the Kentucky players when they, were, they lost 30-something years in a row. I don't think they cared about that. I think with this team, you know, as I mentioned earlier, they focused on the three big rival games, Florida, Florida State, and Georgia. So I think these players understand how important this game is, how big this game is. To have the season, 
I still think this team can have, we have to win Saturday night. Let's go around the league a little bit. We, we talked to a and its struggles. Um, Ole Miss struggled with Tulane without their starting quarterback until the second half. They kind of ran away with it. Georgia stumbled out of the gate again, uh, but they're, they're probably just bored to death. Mm-hmm. Um, Kentucky, they struggled for the second week in a row. And I, they've got a cupcake this week before they play somebody in week four. And it just goes to show you, Leary was a real – I mean, if you – at the start of the year, Kentucky fans might have been going, well, it doesn't always work out that way. No, it hasn't. And, uh, you know, Auburn struggled against Cal, found yep. a way to win the game. Yep. You know, their they're highly acclaimed quarterback has not played great. Devin Leary has not played great. The one that everybody bashed, I think he's played pretty well for us. Uh, so it's it's a crazy year. It's game to game. Um, but this is a huge, huge game for our football program. Tennessee is very, very beatable. I, this They're nowhere near what they were last year, people. Not even close. Yeah. And look, not that they shouldn't be ranked where they are, but I do think a lot of that was carryover from last year mm-hmm. that, well, Tennessee will be just as good. And I give Hypo credit. He turned that around quickly. He has, he's had to navigate all the NCA nonsense and the whole previous administration there, and they're doing it with less scholarships, all of that. So they deserve a lot of credit. But this is, one of, this is a school, the only other school, I have a lot of respect for Tennessee. I've always liked Philip Fulmer. You can't beat Miami enough for me, right? For, as far as fans go, can't beat Tennessee enough. I agree. I, I love this game. I just, I, I'm a big college football guy, traditions and stuff. I love the checkerboard overalls they're going to be wearing. I love listening to Rocky Top. Yep. It just gets my juices flowing. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. But, you know, now they're going to win the national champ. I, if you if they go down here again, right? Oh, oh can you imagine what Knoxville's going to oh, be like? Oh, yeah, that's people will be jumping in the Tennessee there's River. There's a there's a lot of people that are just thinking, please make that happen. Yeah. So right, we'll see if it does. Thanks to Shane for being here, uh, and uh, don't forget tomorrow inside the huddle, Shane, Steve Spurrier, and yours truly at eleven. More sports scene at twelve. We've got some really good guests coming up. Vince Ferrar is going to join us from the Sports Animal to talk Tennessee football. Many others on the docket too. Thanks to Daniel for producing today. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.